Welcome back to Lost in Translation. Mr. VHS hosting another episode where we'll be discussing the Western Conference as it's shaping up to give us some indication of what to look forward to in that battle for 8th and ninth. The Pelicans and the Kings sent home packing as of yesterday in their loss. J.J. Redick missing the playoffs for the first time in his 13 or 14 year career in the association with that Pelicans defeat. The Orlando Magic lost in overtime to the Boston Celtics yesterday. Hayward dropping 31, Jalen Brown grabbing 12 rebounds and someone named Jason Tatum going to work just before that overtime hitting five big buckets and a block shot to allow the Celtics a second chance at life in that victory with that win. The Brooklyn Nets drop the Los Angeles Clippers 129-120. Good news for the Clippers. Harold has returned and will be back. So hopefully there's something positive on that aspect for them going forward. After that big victory celebration the Clippers had against the Portland Trail Blazers, they end up having a hangover and losing to the Brooklyn Nets. Joe Harris with 25 points. He was 10 for 16 from the floor. 5 for 8 from behind 3. Levert, 27, 10 for 17 from the floor. 2 for 5 from behind the arc with 13 rebounds. Tyler Johnson dropping 21 points, 6 for 11. 4 for 4 from the line and 5 for 9 from behind the arc. Bright side was a day off for Kawhi. Comes back with 37 minutes, 39 points, 14 for 25 from the floor, missing one free throw out of the eight, and four for seven from behind the arc. George did take a day off. I guess too much excitement from the previous game against Portland. But speaking of Portland, they dropped... The 76ers, 124-121. Dame Lillard with a 51-point performance. Three rebounds, seven assists. 15 for 16 from the three-point line. And players with 10 50-point career... Sorry, 10 50-point games in their career in a regular season. Dame Lillard is at 10 spanning from 2016 to 2020. Other people on that list, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it 10 times, AI 11, LeBron on 12, Elgin Baylor 17, Rick Barry 19, James Harden's at 23, late great Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. He did that 21 times from 2001 to 2016. MJ, the GOAT, 90. 1987 to 2002 did that 20 31 times and wilt the stilt from 1960 to 1969 had 10 
50-point games 118 times. So, a rebounding game from the Denver Nuggets. Sorry, the Portland Trailblazers, I should say, against the 76ers. Joel Embiid did leave with an injury. We also have Ben Simmons that has left the bubble to uh, consider surgery on his slightly dislocated kneecap, which makes the East even more interesting going forward with Joel Embiid dropping down. You add the San Antonio Spurs knocking off the New Orleans Pelicans. As I said, the Pelicans missing the playoffs through that loss to San Antonio. San Antonio still stays in their hunt for the ninth spot. OKC dropping Washington 121-103. Houston Rockets beat the Sacramento Kings, who also eliminated behind Austin Rivers. Yes, you heard that right. Austin Rivers, career-high 41 points, six rebounds, four assists. He was six for 11 from behind the arc. And the Memphis Grizzlies lose to the Toronto Raptors, 108-99. Two things I took away from that game, as I said, Memphis barbecue on my last episode, was I thought the Raptors would perform better. This was more of a playoff game for them to get equipped to due to their matchup in the Eastern Conference that's looking like the Brooklyn Nets. So uh, a lot of turnovers in this game. I believe it was eight or nine down in the fourth quarter. Raptors dropped 25 turnovers in total. Pascal Siakam did take over the game late, but luckily the Memphis Grizzlies weren't able to shoot that well from behind the three-point line going 14 for 42, hitting 69% of their free throws at 11 for 16. Out-rebounded the Raptors on the defense and offensive glass. Turnovers, 25 Raptors, 22 for the Memphis Grizzlies. A recipe for both teams to look to avoid because that push is coming for that playoff. And if you can't take care of that rock and you're going to give that many opportunities for a team to basically come back from a defeat like Memphis almost did, in last night's game or afternoon game, then the Raptors are in trouble. They had a biggest lead of 18, but yet they came out with the victory, 99-108. Bench is looking somewhat productive. We had a sighting of Matt Thomas scoring six points. They're really looking for him off that high screen at the top of the key to get him in his rhythm early. I feel like they're forcing the issue with Pascal in a sense, and they're trying to get him the rock and trying to make him score. He needs to go back down to that block, isolate those guys in the mismatch, and let his defense become his offense, and let that three ball fall when it may. But Raptors did win. We're going to recap the Western Conference and how it looks because that one through eight slash nine is a difficult field. Once again, you're tuning in to Lost in Translation, and on we're about to talk about the Western Conference next.
Western Conference, eighth, ninth, one through seven. Lakers will face either the eighth seed or the ninth seed in this upcoming playoff. Looking like Portland, Memphis could be the Phoenix Suns making that push if Memphis is slipping, tripping, can't get up type. And San Antonio might peak in that as well too. It seems as if the one team that's controlling their fate despite the fact of losing a game to the Clippers is the Portland Trailblazers. So, with that destruction, like Construction said, there still is a chance that Dallas, sorry, the Clippers can flip-flop with Denver based on Denver taking care of their upcoming games and the Clippers not taking care of theirs. So, that matchup could be either Denver versus Dallas or you could have Clippers versus Dallas. And then if we go into that three slot, it's Denver versus OKC right now. Or it could be Denver versus the Jazz, depending if OKC and the Jazz flip-flop. Which would mean the Rockets, instead of going up against the Utah Jazz, could be going up against the OKC Thunder, which right now it stands that that would happen. They would be four and five. But only a half game for Utah and OKC could bump and flip that, meaning Denver could face Utah, could face OKC, sorry, and Houston could face Utah. The Clippers, a game out, a game ahead of Denver. If they lose, Denver wins the remaining. You could see a two and three shift, which would mean Utah versus the Clippers. and or Denver. Dallas has really locked himself in at that seven spot. So they remain there in Memphis, as I said, eight and nine, Portland, that stretch with San Antonio and Phoenix is all ahead. The East is in the house. Oh my God, danger. All I gotta say is that four, five and six position in the East with today's matchups looming and how Jimmy Butler has told us to look forward to the Pacers and Miami Heat game at 8 p.m. with T.J. Warren playing out of his mind and the ability to showcase his true talents in this bubble. No fans, no plans, just a man balling out. With that said, Miami's record is 43 and 27. The Pacers are 43 and 27. The Sixers are 42 and 28. A tie for fourth slash fifth and a game up against the sixth seed who are now, well, depending on Joel Embiid, the 76ers are what they are as of now. A bunch of individual players that have lost their nucleus and they're in destruction mode or survival mode right now if Joel goes down. So you'll be looking at Boston versus the 76ers. If the Sixers maintain their 
trending injury plagued bubble relocation they will hold on to that sixth spot boston seems to be in control of the third with toronto locking down that number two and the bucks getting that number one but four versus five miami versus indiana butler says he'll be back for this game look for an intensive defensive matchup Bam Adebayo, Oladipo, Turner, Pina, Ike, all them people up in that place. It's going to be pretty, pretty productive day in the NBA with those games. The Suns do play against the OK City Thunder at 2.30 p.m. Raptors and Bucks. At 6.30, don't really look much for the Raptors to play, but I really hope to see their bench with heavy minutes logged in this because they need to find a rhythm, their legs, their systems, their schemes, their schematics, anything to make it look as if the second round is an option because the New Jersey, sorry, Brooklyn Nets got nothing to lose and nothing to prove in that seventh seed they they're down kd they're down deandre jordan kyrie's not there you got guys that are getting the green light to shoot levert is doing what he does and they love to run up and down the court shoot a lot of threes so that matchup might be a good thing if the raptors can maintain their defensive paralysis on the brooklyn nets but it starts with defense first and it starts with their second unit so i'm hoping toronto versus the bucks today is more of a a second line orchestra as opposed to the first string quartet on the court all the time lakers versus the denver nuggets lake show seems to be unproductive defensively if davis ain't scoring and lebron is there's a problem and vice versa if davis scores lebron can't so they need to really get that mesh together get that team going striving forward defensively they can play offensively that's what we're waiting on to see if they can maintain that high energy keep that focus and keep that championship pedigree which a lot of people have been overlooking ad but that's what it is i would not overlook the defensive player of the year that this year that is my vote if i had one I would also go with Rookie of the Year. He's got to go to Ja Morant due to the fact that Zion was out the whole year and Memphis is where they are and what they've done. Most improved player should not ever have Luka Dantich in that conversation because man was Rookie of the Year last year, produced heavily in Dallas. So he just improved by getting more airtime that we actually saw how good he was because if you watch him his rookie year, I don't know if improving from his numbers, yes, they are an improvement, but Prozingis came around. Everyone looks like they're good to go on Dallas. I just wish they would structure that offense a lot more. But if Luca's running my point, I have no problem. Just got to base that. So most improved, sorry, sidetracked there. Brandon Ingram on the New Orleans Pelicans. A shell of himself in 
LA with the plague injury, with how he was prior, with all people saying Magic Johnson never drafted him. Uh, this was a mistake. He shouldn't be in that Laker uniform. And now in New Orleans, he's balling out like crazy. So most improved player, yes. MVP now, since we're talking about LA versus the Denver Nuggets, I would have to put Giannis as MVP. This man is averaging a point a minute with 29.7, playing only 30. Wilt was the last individual to do that back in the 60s. And that's a feat that's never been accomplished. James Harden's been balling out of mine in Houston. But logging a lot of shots, more productive from the floor is Giannis. Yes, everything is around the hoop, but until you can stop it, I, I don't see anything happen. Coach of the year, you know, I'm Nick Nurse. I don't understand how the other coaches did what they did in that in that vote. So, yes. Lakers versus Denver. I gave that spiel about who I thought would get the awards, but the Lakers need to show and prove tonight. Dallas versus the Utah Jazz. Be interesting to see how Utah rebounds after that double overtime loss to Denver and how Rudy can try to stay out of foul trouble going forward because when he's out of the game, their whole front court shrinks and it becomes a problem re rebounding and defensively. But 8 p.m., Indiana Pacers versus the Miami Heat. Circle that. Watch that. Get the popcorn ready. We're good to go. Western Conference, Eastern Conference. WNBA is up next. WNBA recap from last night had the Washington Mystics losing to the Indiana Fever. Second straight loss for the Washington Mystics, dropping them to three and four. Second in that Eastern Conference and the Indiana Fever with the victory pushes them to third with the same record. Deanna Hawkins on the Mystics dropped 17 points, had 10 rebounds and 2 assists. Kelsey Mitchell from the Fever, 29 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Even matchup throughout the score sheet, but the field goal comparison with the 26 for 69 from the floor at 38% was the Washington Mystics. 29 for 58, the Fever, hitting them with 50% from the floor. Mystics had 25 points off the Fever's 16 turnovers compared to the 8 points had off the 9 turnovers. The Mystics had, meaning they scored on every turnover the Mystics created. Lee Mitchell of the Mystics had 14 points. Two, two rebounds, five assists, 5'11 from the floor, 5 for 7 from the line, and 2 for 3 from behind the arc. T. McCowan of the Fever added 15, 11, 2 assists. She was 11, 7 for 11 from the free throw line, 4 of 10 from the floor. In the victory, 
Indiana Fever, 191-84 against the Washington Mystics. Other games was the Minnesota Link versus the Los Angeles Sparks, where Candace Parker was an assist away from a triple dub with 11 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, and 2 steals in the 97-81 victory over the Minnesota Link, pushing the Link to 5-2, third in the West. Sparks at 4-3, moving them fourth in the West. Crystal Dangerfield at 29, two rebounds, four assists, and two steals in the losing effort. Spark shot 66% from the floor compared to the 41% for the link. 13 for 22 from three was the Sparks compared to 10 for 30 for the link. Rebounding was a plus 10 for the LA Sparks. But a lot of turnovers in this with 36 points added on the Lynx side due to the Sparks not taking care of the Rock. Williams added 21 points. She was 7 for 9 from the floor, 2 for 3 from the free throw line, and just hit every three-pointer she took going 5 for 5 in that loss money 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 cash and the vegas aces take down the new york liberty 78 to 66 liberty were close aj wilson 31 points five rebounds two assists one steal three blocks Lay had 15 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists, and 2 steal. Despite Vegas only shooting 8 three-pointers and making one of them, the Liberty were 10 for 28 from 3, but went 10 for 16 from the line, while Vegas was 21 for 24 from the line. Also giving up 18 points on 14 turnovers. Jackie Young added 15 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. She was 6 for 11 from the floor, 3 or 4 from the line for Vegas. Amanda, 20 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 for 9 from the floor, 2 of 2 from the line, and 6 of 9 from behind the arc. She's following up her double-double in the victory against the Mystics. Where she had 14 points and 14 rebounds on that Friday victory. Good games coming up in the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury 4-3 versus the Dallas Wings. They're 3-4 to Rossi, sidelined for Phoenix. Hopefully the rest of the Calvary can hold fort and maintain a winning combination without her. You have the Connecticut Suns, 1-6 against the Atlanta Dream, who are 2-5, 5th in the East versus 4th in the East. And that's at 6 p.m. The 9 p.m. game 
the Chicago Sky, five and two, first in the East, versus the Seattle Storm, who are six and one, first in the West. And this battle is evenly spread throughout. This should be a doozy. Hoping my favorite bird, Sue Bird, is back in the lineup. But if not, collectively, the Seattle Storm have to do what they've been doing with Sue Bird sidelined. And well, Chicago Sky ain't no joke either, so it should be very interesting to see what they rally behind and do what needs to be done. So WNBA games tonight, recap from Sunday. Chicago Sky, Seattle Storm, that is the game on the ticket for the WNBA and for the NBA. It's Miami versus the Indiana Pacers. That is also the nightcap for tonight. I also gave you a rendition or just my, not even, MVP, Giannis, Defensive Player of the Year, the Brown, Most Improved, Brandon Ingram, Coach of the Year, I would have to go with Nick Nurse. And the sixth man, Montrez, he's back now. Hopefully in working order for the Clippers that need that second unit rebounding specialist and just an aggressive individual off that high screen. So, loss in translation. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Mr. VHSKP. Another episode down. Remember, vote focused stay woke movement still continues people thank you i'm gone